1: All right, hour two of the Late Show News Talk, 830-WCCO. I was out this weekend uh, for memorial service for <clears throat> a loved one. So I actually was in, in uh, Washington, D.C. this weekend. Got back early this morning. But I did see an article and read Reddit. From Rochelle Olson from the Star Tribune. The headline. Gambling treatment is free for Minnesotans struggling with addiction. And let me just read to you the first few lines of the of the story. It says, with twenty-three years in recovery from a gambling addiction, the person that they talk about in here, Terry, has thoughts to offer Minnesota legislators who will consider legalizing sports betting in the 2024 session. Remember those Nancy Reagan just say no buttons, she asked? That's what we need for sports betting. Now, I disagree with that, but I'll come back to that in a second. Terry, who asked that her last name not be used to protect her with regards to her recovery, detailed troubles with gambling that day to the thrill of winning $500 in a church raffle when she was young and eventually led to money and legal troubles. Recovery took hold in September 2000 when she checked into Project, uh, Project Turnabout's Vanguard Residential Gambling Treatment Program in the city more than two hours west of Minneapolis. So now Terry in this article, she's featured and she's, in, she's a recovering gambler. She was addicted to, to gambling. And I get that. And I say to all of those out there listening that like to wager on sports or bet or whatever, I think it's an absolute no-brainer. Absolute no-brainer. that we get more help for gambling addicts, more help. As we embark, or basically we're on the verge of the sports wagering in Minnesota, we need to have more resources for the general, general public. Because if we're expanding gambling in Minnesota, we should put more money into making sure that we continue to educate folks on the pitfalls of gambling. Everyone in society can't afford to gamble. All right, so that's the first thing that we have to acknowledge and understand. Not everybody has the same check. Not everybody makes the same money. Not We all don't have that. So not everybody can afford to gamble. Number one. And then number two, there's a lot of treatment when we talk about gambling, and there's a lot of free treatment that people can get. Let's just invest more in it. It would it would be it would be irresponsible for us here in Minnesota to not expand getting people help for gambling addictions if we're going to if we're going to expand gambling now i read the article and i will say this about her the quote that they have remember those nancy reagan just say no buttons that's what we need for sports betting no everybody people should have the right if they want if you have the right to go down to mystic lake and go play blackjack or whatever or treasure island or wherever you want to go why shouldn't I have an – or, or go to, you go to Canterbury and you can bet the horses, right? So now all of a sudden I can't bet – I got to say just say no to, to betting on the Vikings? Yeah. No, I'm, I'm sorry. I don't agree with Terry there. Okay, I know that she, her, her background and, and her – she's been through it all. And she's a recovering gambler. I can't agree with that. But I think the overall point that I'm trying to make is that if we're going to talk about making in and raking in – the millions upon millions upon millions in the state, because that's what's going to happen, then, yeah, we should expand the resources for people that, that have issues. It, it, does Henry Lake think, I'm going third person, <laughs> does Henry Lake think that when we make sports wagering legal, that there will be nobody that will struggle? Absolutely, there will be people that will struggle. But there are people that struggle right now with going to the casino. Yeah. They go to the casino. Mm-hmm. There are people, I kid you not, because I got friends. There are people that are addicted to pull tabs. Tell me I'm lying. Matt's over there. He's laughing. He's, like, true. he's like, what? What? True. Matt, are you addicted to pull pool- tabs? <laughs> yeah, I believe you. <laughs> you, you a pull tab
2: guy? So, so. So, so, how often do you play? Uh, I mean, maybe once every six months. I don't do the pull okay. tab thing too much just because I'm too lazy to get up and go and get, go and get a line again. I haven't played <laughs> in like 10 years. Yeah. Can
1: someone explain to me what- oh, turn this mic on. Oh. Go ahead.
2: Okay.
0: Can someone explain to me what pull tabs are? I have never understood what they are, I've only seen them from a distance. All right, so and they seem so uninteresting and not fun. So, so it's it's almost all right.
1: So 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 so, t- take t- take it down again because it's it's kind of a weird effect here on the on the on the mm-hmm. audio. Um, I, I think that so I'm not I'm not the the perfect person on pull tabs, but essentially when you go into these the, the pull tabs because basically it's just like basically it's 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 bar side. Um, scratch offs It's basically what it is. That's yeah. all. That's all it is. That's all it is. Is bar side scratch offs. If you walk into the local bowling alley or whatever, and you're sitting at the bar and you're having a grape ape or whatever, and you want to play pool tabs, it's just like it's a fun the a little, min- little, little game. It's just, it's it's yeah. it, it's basically the their version of like the Minnesota State Lottery. Does that sound right? Does it make is sense my, to you? Is my mic still on? Yeah. it's kind of oh, okay.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, I mean
2: that makes sense, but I mean, why is it just another form of gambling? Yeah, uh, it is,
1: yeah. And, 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 and 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 maybe I don't know. He can go to one of the other mics. I don't know what the what the setup is going going on in here. Uh, but this is WCCO. This is how it, we hear about this all the time with Chad Hartman, and we hear about this all the time with Jason Russia. We're like, man, what's going on with the mic? The, I, I think that I think that there's a portion, and somebody can correct me if I'm wrong on the text line, 651-461-9226, that the the way it goes down, though, with the pull tabs is there's so much money that goes to the the establishment, right? Mm-hmm. And then I know that there's some, like like some of the money like goes to charity, d- depending on whatever place. But I, the last time I played pull tabs was at Joe Sincer's. And Joe Sincer's been yeah. out of business for a while, so that tells you what I know about pull tabs.
2: Been a while, and it has to be a while. Yeah. yeah, so that's I, not a pull tab guy, but I kind of get where you're coming from. Where if this was as big of an issue as it is, and I'm not downplaying a gambling addiction at all by saying this, Saint Greg Casino now has a sports book that was added within yeah. the last few years. Yes. It's just it, as it's, accessible as something that's you know maybe a it's half like, hour away like Mystic Lake. It it's like
1: it's like a DraftKings or or, or FanDuel correct. or something, yeah. right? Yeah, one of yeah, those.
2: Yeah. So it, it doesn't. It, it's not a matter of distance. I don't think. I think a lot of people are just like, well, it's having it at Mystic or whatever is going to just hurt. You know, people with the gambling addiction. No, people with the gambling addiction probably are are going to St. Croix Casino and, or Diamond Joe's. And,
1: and I was, you just stole my thunder. Yeah. Or going to Iowa for Diamond Joe's. Yeah. All yeah. right, now I need more edu- There you go. That's a good Now one. I need more education. What's Diamond Joe's? <laughs> yeah, you yeah need to he's to, a it, newbie. It's, it's, it's a casino.
2: Yes. yes, casino. Yeah, it's, it's – People go out of – travel out of state to be Because it's Joe's? sports.
1: It's a sports, but we I don't see. have sports here. I yeah. see. I yeah. see. Okay. So yeah. if, you want, if you want to go do the sports thing, you've got to get out of the state.
2: That's why a lot of wow. snowbirds from Minnesota like to go to Vegas because you can exactly sports in Vegas. Wow. Exactly. In massive amounts. Exactly. What a scary, slippery slope. G- gambling is, man. Like, it's scary. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right,
1: 651-461-9226. Two, two, Coming up next. I want my nerves and my confidence in flying to get better, not worse. And after hearing this story earlier today, it's absolutely worse. I'll explain next on The Lake Show. All right, thanks for hanging out with us here on The Lake Show News Talk 830-WCCO. So, end of last week, up until this morning, I was in Washington, D.C., um, and the Virginia area, uh, remembering uh, a family member that unfortunately recently passed away. And so, over the course of the last, what, four days, uh, it's just been hanging out with family Hanging out with friends, um, going to my sister's old um, her alma mater, Howard Univers- University. They had their their homecoming, so we went to the mecca and hung out there on campus. Went to the bookstore, bought some gear, and just kind of you know had fun. Went to a couple uh, restaurants, just enjoyed it, right? Just family time, right? And sharing old memories. But to get there, clearly, you know, flying, flew out Thursday night, came back this morning. Well, it was tight in terms of flights, okay? I was not able to, and I don't know if I've ever asked you, Josh, how you feel about flying. I am, I fly, Mm -hmm. I I take plenty of flights, but I am super nervous all the time. It's just such an unnatural feeling for me. I get on Mm -hmm. them. But I, 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 on takeoff and landing, I'm nervous, right? Yeah. Well, you should have seen the look on my face on Thursday night when, um, I'm boarding the aircraft. This was not a big 747. It was not a DC nine. It was not any of those. <laughs> it was not an Airbus. Yeah. This was one of those smaller aircraft where it's like one or two seats on each. So I was beyond nervous. Yeah. The smaller the plane, the weaker my stomach. Um, I got to be honest, though. Flying there on Thursday was, it was, it was a great flight absolutely great flight today a little bit bumpy my point to this is i am always a nervous wreck on planes well did you hear about this flight on this uh, horizon air jet mm-hmm. in portland oregon last week well this is what happened yeah an off duty pilot riding in the extra seat in the cockpit of a Horizon Air passenger jet, tried to shut down the engines in mid-flight and had to be subdued by the crew, a pilot flying the plane told air traffic controllers. So authorities in Oregon identified the man as Joseph David Emerson, 44. He was being held Monday on 83 counts of attempted murder and reckless endangerment and one count of endangering an aircraft according to the uh, the county sheriff's office. The San Francisco-bound flight on Sunday diverted to Portland, Oregon, where it was met by officers from the port of Portland who took Emerson into, uh, into custody. He was scheduled to be arraigned Tuesday. Seattle-based Alaska Airlines owns Horizon, which is a regional carrier. Uh, they said Monday that the threat was posed by one of its pilots who was off-duty but authorized to occupy the cockpit jump seat. Now we're about to have new rules and regulations for that seat now, right? Mm -hmm. With all this going on. The airline said in a statement that the captain and co-pilot quickly responded, engine power was not lost, and the crew secured the aircraft without incident. Alaska said no weapons were involved. Uh, One of the pilots told air traffic controllers that the man who posed the threat had been removed from the cockpit, and this is what they say in the in the paper here from the uh, from the audio that was captured we 've got the guy that tried to shut the engines down out of the cockpit, and he doesn't sound like he's causing any issue in the back right now, and I think he's subdued other than that, we want law enforcement as soon as we get on the ground and part look, we live in a scary world i 'm not the best of flyers, everybody knows that. This, the people that work though for the airlines and these pilots, they're so professional and they are incredible. Yeah, they're amazing people. But who they just signed up for that man? What are you doing? <laughs> he's trying to take. He's trying to take it down. Yeah, what's going on there? You ever had you ever had a scary flight? You ever you ever had a, any situation where you you're you kind of you know not your normal self? Are, are you pretty relaxed on flights?
2: For the most part,
1: okay. I think the closest Can you sleep thing, on them? I can't.
2: No, only because of the constant seatbelt noise, like the oh. on and off noise. Mm-hmm. For whatever reason, as soon as that dings, like it just wakes me up. I'm also a light sleeper on planes, but I've never really, truly, I think, tried the napping on a plane thing. I think the closest thing to a scary experience I had on flight was, uh, I mean, you were actually you were out there too, uh, Vegas, this uh, just about two months ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, flew Sun Country home, and I have nothing against Sun Country. By the way, I'm planning on flying there for a while. It's yeah, I, I like Sun Country. Yeah, it's not bad. Yep. Um, we we knew there was going to be storms in the Twin Cities. Yep. For whatever reason, they didn't acknowledge that there was going to be storms or turbulence or anything in the upco- upcoming flight, <laughs> uh, and it was pretty common knowledge for everybody that was heading home. Like, oh yeah, there's going to be storms. Going to be storms, et cetera. The we hit turbulence, and all of a sudden we started seeing flashes of white through our windows. We're pretty much like at the almost at the landing point, but still for the last half hour to an hour of it, we're pretty much in that system. So I think the only scary part about that was, A, kind of going through the turbulence of that without really any warning. Yeah. And, B, the landing itself, and I'm not saying all landings on planes are perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was it was similar to like a Papa wheelie like it was it was a little bit of a bumpy landing in MSP. Oh really? It wasn't. It probably was the least smooth landing I've had on a flight before, and I've mm-hmm. flown a handful of times. So so, like, so so when you
1: when you landed, were you in the rain?
2: Uh yeah, it was it was raining. It was raining, that but day, yeah. it was like it was a it was a you know almost an ear popping descent where it wasn't as gradual as it should have been. Yeah, and it was pretty much you know just a, quite the bumpy landing on the uh, tarmac. Yeah. So yeah. But credit to, like you said, these people do jobs that we can never do. <laughs> and all credit to the people that work in the airline industry. You guys are amazing people. But, yeah, it was that's probably the closest thing I've come to, a scary flying experience. I enjoy flying. Hey,
1: the uh, the 763 is not help, is not helping me out here. <laughs> they say, if my car breaks down, I call AAA. If a plane breaks down, OMG. Yeah, there you go. Man, I, I just – but hold on. It depends, though, texter. What if you got Sully? Sully, we're headed to the Hudson. Oh my! We're gosh. headed to the Hudson. T. Hanks, where you at, man? There, there are some. No, there are some amazing pilots out yeah. there. Oh yeah. You know. Now, now, clearly, you know, you don't want to have to deal with something catastrophic. Yeah. Right. Um. I totally get that. But yeah. And by the way, the uh, the person from the 651, 651 thank you so much, uh, Henry. I'm so sorry for your loss. My condolences. I appreciate that. That makes that means a lot to me. Um. <clears throat> it means a whole heck of a lot. To All right, 651-461-9226. I need some help from the dog community. If you are a pet owner, I've got something for you. The world's oldest dog has just recently passed away at the age of 31. And I am so fascinated
0: about all of this. we get to that next year on The Lake Show. I'm
3: put the spring back into your step and into your home too. shop blinds.com right now and save up to 45% up to 45% off for a limited time at blinds.com blinds.com rules and restrictions may apply
1: must admit I've never owned a dog or cat or any pet of that at all I definitely am open to a dog here in the next few years I'd love to get a dog. I have become a dog guy since the pandemic. I've become a dog guy since the pandemic. I love petting dogs. I love playing with dogs. I, gosh. I'm a sap for a dog now. I'm dead serious. One of the things that And I haven't done the research on this. So those of you out there that are pet owners that have dogs, please let me know. But one of the things that you hear about all the time is that, you know, they don't, you know, they don't, they're not with you that long, right? Like they'll, they'll typically be with you, what, a decade? And then, you know, pass away. Well, listen to this. According to the Guinness Book of Worlds record, there's a dog by the name of Bobby, the world's oldest dog, was born May 11th, 1992. May 11th, 1992. Just passed away. Okay. Guinness World Records reported Bobby, who lived with uh, his human family in the rural village. Of uh, somewhere in Portugal, died over the weekend. Now I don't know how to pronounce the breed. It's it's called it says the purebred Rafero Do Alentejo, a farm and watchdog breed known for its confidence and calm demeanor, per the American Kennel Club. Lived at the home his entire life with his owner, uh, Lionel Costa, and his family. 31 years. That's pretty spectacular. And by the way, when he died Saturday at age 31 years and 165 days old, look at this dog. The dog looks amazing. The senior dog was announced as the world's oldest dog living and oldest dog ever in February of this year. I've had friends that said they, as much as they like animals and pets and specifically dogs, that they wouldn't get a dog simply because They didn't want to go through a situation of losing the dog, you know, like the dog passing away, Mm -hmm. the trauma of that, having to deal with that yeah, because it becomes a part of your family. It's a family member, right? This situation, you're winning. You are absolutely winning. 31 years? That's a lot. You ever had a
2: pad? Yeah, I have one now. Oh, you get a dog? I, now? I've, I've had nothing but cats. Oh, I do want cats. a dog. I do want a dog once I get a house. It's it's more the damage control thing yep. with apartments. It's weird, um, but I definitely want a dog. I'm allergic to a lot of dogs, and even those ones, I still like. No matter what the dog is, I dive head first, No matter if I'm allergic or not, just because I love dogs that much. They're great. I love them. Um, but at one point, I will get a uh, a dog at some point because. Uh, my wife, you know, being a daughter of a former cop, has been around uh, German Shepherds and Malinois for pretty much her whole childhood. So uh, she loves dogs as well, and it's a great, a uh, great addition to have. Do cats live long? Yeah, about the same. It's about, uh, it's about it, the it, same. It, I wouldn't say thirty-one, but it, no, uh, no, no, no,
1: no, no. Well, that's correct. that's that's an outlier. No, no, but I'm it, talking it's about, about cats and dogs are about the same.
2: From what I've seen, it's about the same.
1: Yeah. So okay. it's
2: it's anywhere from. You know, fifteen to twenty max.
1: Because I got a friend, my friend Julie in Kansas City. She lost her cat. Mm-hmm. So she had a dog and a cat. Yep, dog still living. She lost her cat a year and a half ago. Okay, and she's pretty bummed out about it.
2: Yeah, you know, it's, still, it, it's it's it sucks. It's one of the worst feelings. It's it's losing losing one of my cats. Losing my first cat is probably the hardest. I have personally have ever cried in my entire life. It's it's a big really? deal. Really, it's a big deal for some people. Like you lost me. one cat before? That was, uh, yeah. So far, <laughs> Knock on wood. So far, my first cat that I had, I had her for from 2000 all the way to 2011, uh, and had, she was like two when we got her. So she lived about 13 years. Um, yeah, I mean, when they bend, when they're a companion like that, and they bend with you through all the ups and downs, for sure, it. It, it it becomes like you said it's family, so yeah. yeah. No, I'm for, no. Yeah, there's look, I get
1: the dynamic of the family part. When I was younger, I didn't really get it. Yeah. Now, now to be clear, whenever I would go down and, and visit with my grandfather, because my you know my 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 family has land, yeah. in the southern region, right in the southern states. Mm-hmm. So when you have land and you've got you know all these. Acres upon acres upon acres upon a- you know all this. Of course, you are going to have pets, right? Because you're just gonna have you're gonna have dogs roaming around, right? Got like out a lot there. of the room, yeah. And, 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 and you know, my family, they're hunters and stuff like that or whatever. So, um, so yeah, I, but I didn't. It didn't take me until being a grown ass man mm-hmm. to really appreciate the whole. You know, you hear the entire life, man's best friend. Yep. Now I actually see why. Yeah. I mean, he's, man, these dogs love up on you. Yeah. But to see this story about a dog that lived that long, yeah. it's absolutely, absolutely mind-blowing. Now, it says that Bobby uh, was not only the world's oldest living dog, but he's the oldest ever to mm-hmm. have lived. Okay. okay. That's 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 a big deal. It is. Now the previous record holder was Bluey. Bluey was an Australian cattle dog who was born in 1910 and lived to be 29 years and 5 months old. Wow. That's crazy. Uh with Bobby's passing, a 23-year-old chihuahua mix from Ohio named Spike now holds the uh Title was the world's oldest living dog. Crazy. And then there's uh, another, a slightly younger, purebred Chihuahua that's from Florida. um, Has also held the title for more than once in past years. You know the name of that dog?
2: No. Toby Keith. What's your name, your cat? Uh, I've had Lucy. I've had Noel, and I've had, and I now have Tug. So, tug? Tug. Tugboat. I like that. That's my that. guy. Yeah, that's my guy. I like that. <laughs> that is my guy. I like that, man. COVID, awesome. cancer has been with me through it all.
1: I like that. That's pretty awesome. All right, 651 right, Real quickly, give you a quick update. Uh, the Vikings do lead 7 0. Maybe I'm the dummy. Maybe I'll be wrong tonight. I'll take it. I'd love to see the Vikings win. Not sure it's going to happen, but I'd love to see them win. Oh, by the way, uh, we are going to have. Are we going to have another? Yeah, we're going to have another Game 7 in Major League Baseball in the National mm. League Championship Series. The Arizona Diamondbacks defeated the Philadelphia Phillies already. Man. Five to one. The Texas Rangers already lead the Houston Astros in the top of the second, 3 to 1. So, uh, man, we got plenty of sports events going on tonight, and uh, I couldn't be more happier. All right, 651 461 9226. Let's do headlines next on the Lake Show. All right, real quickly before we get into headlines, I do want to read this text from the 763. Henry, my take is that the purpose of dogs is to bring happiness to others. Seems like it because I'm definitely happy when I'm around them. I have had dogs all my life. It is always devastating to lose them. I now have two rescue dogs from AHS, which I assume is the Animal Humane Society. Uh, They are very good dogs, and I love them lots. That's awesome, man. I'm glad that you love your dogs like that, man. Seriously. You know, when when I retire from just working, mm-hmm. all I want to do is read books, travel, and pet dogs. That's it. I'm dead serious. Play with dogs. Play with
2: dogs, read books, and travel. See so now you're going to start being called old as a callback to the f- opening couple segments. Old Mister Age Lake wants to just pet his dog and read books and travel the world.
1: I'd love to. I, well, f- first off, I'm gonna want to travel clearly, and I think that everybody should travel, right? I love traveling. Travel, but I'm always take a book. Yeah, always take a book. Always take my Barnes and Noble card, and I know that Barnes and Nobles aren't everywhere, but still. Road trip with books, man. Yeah.
2: Heck, maybe even take a dog. There you and, go. And by that time, I'll have a dog. Teach the dog how to read. <laughs>
1: All right, let's get to uh, headlines here with uh, Josh Wheeler.
2: Yeah, let's do it. Uh, on a somber note regarding dogs, you heard Taylor Rivera referred to this in her news. Uh, after eight dead dogs were found on Grey uh, Cloud Island in Cottage Grove last week, 22 more dogs were rescued in Andover under the same investigation. Uh, the Anoka County Sheriff's Office discovered the dogs near 7th Avenue Northwest in Andover in an unidentified building. Animal, uh, animal rescue, which is not related to the building's former occupant, is an animal training facility, is believed to be where the dogs died. Uh, Tyranny Peters with the department describes the search's connection. Uh, describes this search connection to the dogs found dead on Gray Cow- uh, Cloud Island. Uh, "Quote the animal rescue, which is not related to the building's former occupant." What the signs on the building is the location uh, where, uh, as previously noted, where they died. Uh, dogs retrieved are being cared for at the. AHS, Animal Humane Society, and the case continues to be investigated by Anoka County Sheriff's Office and Cottage Grove Police. H. Lake, your thoughts? All
1: right. So hold on. So so wait, wait, wait. In this particular, so last week we had a situation where eight dogs were found dead. Yep. You're telling me that today we found that 22 dogs were found alive.
2: Correct. They, All right, they, so, they were able to, yeah. So that's good news. Which, the weird part to me is that that, that somehow this is connected. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure, for sure. Yeah. But at least we got-
1: yes. It trending the other way. Yeah. That this was found out and that after finding this out that we were actually able to save some lives. Yeah. I will take that. Because I initially, you know where I thought you were going? That we found twenty two more dogs nope. dead.
2: Oof. No, no. Luckily, yeah. These ones that are being currently treated and uh basically fighting for the life at this moment. And if you uh if you didn't hear about it throughout the day today, there were protests going on in Minneapolis. Uh, where a vehicle reportedly drove through one of the pro-Palestinian rallies in Minneapolis. Uh, No injuries were reported. That was yesterday. Oh, it was yesterday. Yesterday, yesterday. yes. That was today. For some reason, it was popping over my social media today. All right. No injuries were reported after someone allegedly drove their vehicle through a crowd rallying in support of Palestinians on Sunday. There we go. I read the story. Uh, The uh, Minneapolis PD says it received several reports of disturbances surrounding a demonstration around 3.30 p.m., uh, the witnesses reported a vehicle driving through the crowd, and one person reported the sound of a gunshot, according to police. No, Again, no injuries have been reported, and uh, reports say there will be more demonstrations planned for Wednesday afternoon outside of Representative Betty McCollum's office in St. Paul, according to reports.
1: What now, now, there was no, just to be clear here, because I know that there was a lot of stuff that was kind of percolating out there. Um, I saw some stuff online yesterday mm-hmm. when we were sitting... I was sitting with my aunt. We were at her place. We were watching the Chiefs and Chargers game. Yep. Um, hanging out in Sterling, Virginia, watching a little football. And the thing that I saw was that video of the. It's an elderly man. I was like driving Correct. through, which is scary. Yeah. Um,. But I don't know what's what's real and what's fake and what's not. Now I saw some video where it looked like he had a knife or something in his hand. See, I but, didn't see that video. <laughs> but now, now there's reports though about like uh, the possibility of shooting or something. That's that's not been confirmed. Yeah. So 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 there's there's some reports that, that yeah maybe something happened that way, but there's no confirmation. A lot of that. gray area. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And uh, finally, for those that are, uh, that have been waiting the verdict of this one, it's been a couple weeks, but. Uh, we do make our way back around to the 2023 Twin Cities Marathon, which was canceled because of extreme heat. And you, uh, if you paid for your interest fee, guess what? You get it back and you get all of it. Officials with the race made that announcement Friday. Nearly three weeks after the race was supposed to run, uh, they wanted to announce a refund policy by October 5th, four days after the schedule started the races, but they needed extra time to work through the cancellation process with their insurer. Those who were signed up for the 10-hour race are also getting a full refund first checks are set to go out today. And officials say this should be all distributed by December 5th. Uh it's like have you ever have you I guess in the assets, have you done a marathon or any no. kind of like half marathon, ten K, five K, etc. Yeah, I've done like a like a
1: like a five K, like a smaller like it was even it wasn't even a run. It was like a walk or something. Okay. But in terms of in terms of looking at all of this and have I run, have a run a marathon? No. Got it. Anything Anything other than a full refund would have been totally unacceptable. hundred yeah.
2: I mean, percent.
1: You you don't you don't take people's money and then you don't give them <laughs> all their money back. Like yeah. seriously, that, from, that just
2: that, from the business standpoint, I get why insurance had to come into play. But uh, to be completely honest, I'm not trying to be sour about a situation that it's finally resolved. But this should have been handled way faster uh, because this it just is, happened. I, I know. I'm saying because. This should have happened by the 5th when they had the date handled. I feel like they kind of really prolonged this for a situation that was just – you wait, know, wait, wait! The, re, the wait, wait—you talking about the refunds for the for the? Yeah, they said uh, they said it was four days. I feel like that should have been a little more expedited. I guess I don't understand mm. how insurance and stuff like that goes with that. Nah, especially with the max, with the amount of people we're talking about, it's probably a lot. A lot yeah, process, so.
1: I, I I actually I'm shocked that they refunded everybody's money by this time. Okay, I think that's pretty good. Yeah, that's it's because not the, Mar- bad, the guess, marathon just yeah. got canceled.
2: Yeah. Um, uh, when was the actual date for it again? Uh, it was it was this month I guess it was yeah, October 5th I, yeah. I thought it was a lot okay. I, I think October 1st October 5th is when they wanted it uh, they were expecting to get it taken care of
1: oh I, I think that's I think it's remarkable <laughs> that they got paid already yeah. I'm, de- I'm dead serious because there were so many people and then they ha- they needed to find out what would the alternatives for people that wanted to try to get into another yeah. marathon and all that? So, like, how does that work? Could they get the, the money that's already been paid? Yeah. Could they get that forwarded? So, I actually think that they did a good job here.
2: I guess. I guess my my backup to that is, don't set a date. Like, give yourself a little more cushion than four days after the race to yeah. to, to say, hey, we're gonna. We, our plan is to get it by the fifth, but in reality, you're gonna get it uh, 30, 20 days from now. But have, yeah, that's all we got for headlines for today. Have you ever ran a marathon? I'm planning on it. So, really? long story short, because we only okay. got a few minutes, I found out. Yeah, we I was, got minutes though. Yeah, we, <laughs> we don't have no seconds. I found out over the weekend as we were in Oklahoma City, uh, on my trip. Apparently, they do a marathon now at the bombing uh, bombing memorial uh, mm-hmm. site.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Wish I would have known about that because this was, I think, one of the first years they really put on a big, huge event for it. Uh, so, if that is a continuation, I definitely plan on making that my first because that's a it's a big deal and it's near and dear to my heart. Huh? So, yeah we're watching the Vikings surprise everybody right now. This is unbelievable. Yeah. Not only has
1: Jordan Addison caught a touchdown. He didn't throw a touchdown, but he threw like a, that was like a 30-yard play, wasn't it? That's crazy. Unbelievable. And I shouldn't be doing play-by-play. I'm sorry. I apologize. I apologize to the listening audience. You're too good at it. No, I'm not good at it. (laughs) All right, coming up next, 651-461-9226. Look, I do want to get into uh, or back to sports because one of my favorite teams, and you guys all know this, um, is there something
2: you nope, I was just pointing out the out time oh, Sorry. Right, I, got you, I got you. Trying to do uh, – Man, you're me yeah, <laughs> sorry. Sorry. <laughs>
1: Oh, my goodness. Anyway, all right. Uh, one of the things that I definitely want to talk about and get into is Jay McDaniel's got new money. Jay McDaniels, my guy for the Minnesota Timberwolves, he gets a new deal. Um, he gets taken care of. He ends up getting, I think it was five years, $136 million, something uh, uh, along those lines. Yeah, five years, $136 uh, million. Jaden. Can you can you loan your boy a couple of dollars? No, no, don't don't loan me a couple dollars. Can you just give me a couple of dollars? Give me like five hundred bucks, just five hundred out of one hundred thirty six million. I don't ask. I'm not even asking you for a thousand. Just hook your boy out with a couple of bucks.
2: What? I want to I want to be the texture to this joke. He got a fist full of money. Oh my gosh! <laughs> what are we gonna do? I okay. do. I love Jaden McDaniels.
1: Coming up next, final hour of The Lake Show. You're on The Good Neighbor.
0: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns